Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. There is more to you than being editor of Hello. That, that, that would be a big enough job in anyone's minds as it is, but you're also an author and a mum. Mm. Talk to me about work-life balance, because mm. this oh, is... A, I'm hoping I can learn a few Holy things. Grail. <laughs> I don't know that you'll learn anything from me. I think I'm just sort of muddling through as much as any other mum. Uh, but there was a real turning point for me. I remember when I had, I had my two boys quite close together, um, 18 months between them. And, um, and I found it, I mean, it was hard, that maternity leave the second time. And, um, and I sort of kind of couldn't wait to get back to work, if I'm completely honest. I found it very difficult being at home all day, much as I love my boys to bits. For me, it is all about the mixture mm. and the juggle. I kind of love the juggle. Mm. Although sometimes it feels off and sometimes it feels at work is... I'm, doing, I'm at work too much and so then I need to sort of pare things back a bit and other times you know I feel that you know pulled in a heart-wrenching direction you know because or a child is ill and that throws a spanner in the works it is all a juggle but mm. I learned sort of at the time of when they were both young that actually to just give up the concept of perfection mm. and once you start sort of trying to measure yourself by some imaginary yardstick anyway because who's to say what perfect is mm then everything feels a lot better. And to learn the power of saying no, to stop trying to be the person that does everything, because that is exhausting and unfulfilling. So and have, you, uh, have you managed that yet? Because well, you seem yeah. to be incredibly busy. I mean, there was busy. a stage where I was trying to write this third book, which I've now finally, I hope, finished. I saw that you finished it. Oh, yeah, God, it's been, it's kind of wrung me out. It's been a labour of love, this book, um, but an emotional book to write. And I, it was actually due in probably about two years ago, initially, because oh, really? um, I tried to write it in a year, and it just couldn't happen. I felt stressed about it, and I felt I was really not enjoying writing, which is something that I love. It really is, I mean, that is my real passion in life, telling stories. Um, and I wasn't enjoying it, and, and I got myself into a real stress, because I was trying to do it all. I was trying to hit that deadline. I was trying to be a good mum. I was trying to hold down mm. my job here. I was trying to go out to the events I was meant to be out in the evenings. It was, I was exhausted. But in brackets, not close to a nervous breakdown in case your mum's listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I didn't actually have yeah. a nervous good. breakdown. Good, thank you. Just to clarify, listeners. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah, that is not the headline yeah. for this podcast. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, you know, had lots of chats with a close friend of mine and with my husband, and they just said, "Well, just say no. Like, why do you have to deliver this book?" And I was like, "Actually, the pressure was all myself, you know, on myself." And I just thought, "Actually, I can't deliver this book, and so I'm going to talk to my agent and the publishers, and if they, you know, want to sort of not cancel my deal, then that's fine. I'll walk mm. away from it." And as soon as I started to speak to people, it was actually fine. And everybody said, oh, it's no problem. We'll just extend the deadline. How oh. long do you think it'll take? And, kind of, and it was such a relief. Yeah. And it was then that I realised, God, I just need to not pressure myself. Mm. And I need to say no to stuff mm. and really prioritise what's important at the moment. And that was my home life, my family and my job at Hello. And mm. actually, that's all I could cope with in that moment. Well, it seems um, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, enough, they, they, as that's it enough. is. Yeah. And sometimes things have to 
to give. Sometimes mm. I feel that, you know, even keeping up with friendships sometimes mm. can feel hard when you're all so busy. But true friends understand that. And it doesn't matter mm. if you're not at every single social event with yeah. them. Yeah. Because they're, you're, they're always there for you. Because yeah. it goes deeper than that. Yeah. So I think you can only do what you can do and give up being perfect and the yes person because that is just going to end up having a breakdown yeah. <laughs> uh, but and not make you happy well exactly and do you know what I would presume that them the publisher saying that to you is another mm. boost for your confidence because it means yeah, well, you're so good you. they're prepared to wait what, however long yeah. it takes and it has taken sort of three years to write this book but I'm really happy with it now because so tell us I, about I loved, it oh gosh well yeah I haven't even told anybody about it really because I literally finished it on Monday night because um, so I'm good at hitting a deadline. Publishers like working with journalists because they know that it had to be in yesterday. So I was like, I am going to stay up all night if I have to, but it will be in. Um, so it's it's quite an emotional book. It's about two women. It's told in alternating chapters, and they meet at a baby group. So I used a lot of my kind of experiences of that first year of motherhood in this book. And actually, that's one of the things I love about being a writer. It's so cathartic that you have this kind of means of kind of describing things that happen to you and, and sort of, you know, reliving those moments. Um, and it's it's like having a sort of tool in your tool belt that always that helps you process things mm. too. So these two women meet at a baby group in London and there's a big secret between them that gets slowly revealed as the book goes on. And it's all to do with one woman's sort of desire to be a mother and how far she would go. There's a one night stand. It's a bit to do with she's she's not sure who is the father of her baby. Right. Um, it's called only it's, ever it's yours. Called only ever yours. Yeah. So it's it's also about love. I mean, it's a love stories at the heart of it, mm. and all the different types of love: first love, married love, an obsessional kind of love, and you know, and the fact that that exists sort of probably within all of us. Mm. Um, and you've certainly covered that in Hello Magazine. We have. Various yeah, forms lots of, of different love. types of love. <laughs> Yeah, so it was very different to write. I mean, it's quite a thriller as well. It's things start to sort of get untangled about, you know, as you get through the book and you realise what might be going on. But it's also a story of friendship between these two women and lots of kind of crazy things that happen in that first year of having young babies. It brought all of that back. I was going to say, there'll be plenty of that. Yeah, the outfit changes, and poo ex- nappy explosions in cafes, and, uh, and, and leaking nipples, maybe. Leaking nipples, yeah, yeah hard boobs, and the feeding, and the difficulties of feeding, and colic, and oh, <laughs> all God. kinds of things. It does seem like a different lifetime now, but it I was know. only a couple of years it's ago. It's an intense, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, the idea came to me actually when I did a baby group, an NCT course, when I had my first child, and I just thought, God, this is such a fascinating fascinating scenario that the only thing that we've got in common is the fact we're having a baby within the same kind of couple of weeks and that's it yeah um although I was very lucky I have one I had a wonderful group of women and we still have our whatsapp group and every now and again we'll share stories sort of six years on um, but obviously it was a very intense relationship for that time. We saw each other every day in those and you early probably, days. you saw each other at your most emotional and your, your most yeah, well, And your most vulnerable. kind of confused because yeah. your whole identity of who you once were, were, were kind of felt sort of different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of thought then this is such a good premise for a book and it sort of inspired something in me. Do you know what? I remember going to one of my first NCT classes. I was really lucky, actually, because I had Nat, Sarif oh, Isaac, yes. Holly yeah. Branson and oh, yeah. uh, Charlotte Hawkins. We oh, were all, yeah. So That's we created so our own group. group. 
Yeah. I know. It was it was brilliant because we all found out we were due at the same time, which yeah. was a complete fluke. Yes. We created our own group. So oh, actually, lovely. we already had a history of friendship together, yes. which was brilliant. But I, I never forget going into the group and the lady saying something about, you know, and then, you know, you need to do a feed at about 2 a.m. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but I'm yeah. thinking, what? Two, I've got to do a feed at 2 a.m.? Yes. Are you joking? Like, <laughs> they just slept oh, can't we night. sleep? <laughs> well, just nothing can prepare you, can right. it, for the reality. Yeah. I mean, whatever anyone says. And the fact that it is so hard. Like, it's so much harder yeah. than you could possibly imagine. You gloss over you that. You do take the brunt of it as the mother. You know, I have a really supporting husband, and that's fantastic. I'm so lucky for that. But... It is really difficult. They never really know, do they? No. Sorry, but oh, they are. I mean, and fog of sleep deprivation. Oh. Although I feel I still do have that. Even well, I remember someone I'm saying to me, oh, yeah, you'll see well again in probably five or six years' time. I was like, what? And now I am about five years in. And I'm still knackered. Yeah. And I still don't sleep. I think that's our life now. That we we better get we? used to it. Yeah. We're doomed. Do you know what? I was just, one, just thinking because... Um, SJ, Sarah Jane Mee listens to this podcast and she's oh, obviously yeah. oh, just sorry, she's pregnant. I was just thinking <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, great. I know. No, but it is obviously none of us would ever regret having our children, no. you know, and we're so lucky just to have them, you know. Absolutely. I really thank my lucky stars every day to yeah. that that all happened. Um, so... Yeah, so we're really lucky and we wouldn't change it, no. but it's tiring. Very and the annoying grateful. thing is, once you suffer from sleep deprivation and have children, you can just never lie in anyway, even if you get the opportunity. Oh my God, what and is that And that is about? really unfair. I woke up at the weekend before yes. the kids and I was going, what? just go for so sleep. So I finished the book at like <laughs> gone two in the morning on Monday and my husband had kindly let me stay in a hotel so that I could then make up the sleep. I still woke up at quarter to seven. Oh. Like clockwork. Oh, it's and so I annoying. just can't lie in anymore. Oh, it's so, so They have stripped us of that ability yeah, to ever to... have a lie in. But also, I think spare time. Do you notice that, like, if you do have, like, say when Willow's at nursery and Wolf's at school, and I have, like, an hour, mm. and I think, oh, my God, this is spare time. What <laughs> yes. do I do? What do I do? I start running oh. around going, well, quickly have a bath, relax. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Light a candle. Yeah, do something. Read a book. And yeah. then it's anything but relaxing, and then I you're, know. you're counting down the the yeah. minutes till it starts again. Um, and then and you miss them when you're not with them. I know. So, I know. And mm, you feel guilty. Crazy. Even though, and then when yeah. you are with them, they drive you up the wall yeah, half the time. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it's all good. It's all good. In the hood. Thanks so much for listening to In the Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink, and you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones. And Join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose.